Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden, with special guest Shoshana Bean giggling in the background. We are having a morning of it. When you're having one of those mornings, it just seems like everything is going wrong. Like you leave early, but traffic builds up, threatening to make you late. When you arrive, there's a garbage truck blocking you from the parking lot, and then you show up for a meeting that was rescheduled, or everyone's calling you at the worst times, and your maps app isn't loading, and you spilled coffee on your shirt, and of course, of course, you forgot your charger. Those mornings, when you try to stay in alignment, you try to keep a positive outlook. I mean, you think, at least I left early. Okay, so I have more time to prep for the meeting that was moved. This shirt isn't my favorite. I can borrow a charger. But somehow things keep piling up and piling up. And at a certain point, you just give in. You say, everything is going wrong this morning. And now that you have cemented that truth, more evidence comes to prove that it really is the worst morning. And as more stuff comes at you, you start seeing the negative aspect to all the things. What is happening when this is going on? What game are you playing here? You think, why would I put myself in this situation? How can you say that I'm the creator when I'm creating all these things I do not want? And we say, you are creating all day, every day, and you are creating without realizing it. You woke up emitting a certain vibration and your inner self has no choice in an attractive universe, but to bring you events that match that vibration. You can't outrun the system. You can't ask for things you want without giving attention to things you do not want. And that focus brings it all forth. So the game is, what do you do when that happens? How do you handle what you perceive to be curveballs? Can you bend with them? Can you adjust? Can you see that every moment of every day is a new opportunity to get into alignment? Can you realize that each and every second that you do not feel good, you have a chance at feeling a little better, even if it's just a little and then a little more? Can you trust us? You don't have to, but if you try it out for the game of it, you will find that you start to feel better more and more of the time. You start to really see everything in a new way and not just trying to see everything on the bright side, but feel the bright side. If you go on a trip and you forget a gift that you were going to bring to a loved one and you remember just as you go through security, then can you have faith that you created that moment for yourself? Can you trust that the reason you forgot the gift is because the thought never occurred to you. If you were meant to remember the gift, the thought would have come. It would have come just when you needed it. And the fact that it didn't, even though you left little notes for yourself or you maybe told your partner to remind you the night before, it still eluded you. And then feel that the game is happening in the depths of you right after that negative emotion hits and you want to beat yourself up and you want to give into the momentum of the negative stream of thought, can you remind yourself that if you were meant to remember, you would have and say, okay, so what is this about? All right, let's start this investigation. Start to uncover the fear that you have about being worthy and accepted and prove that your fear is based on beliefs you have about yourself that are untrue. Anything other than I'm a pure being of positive love and acceptance is untrue and is limiting. And not only do you not need a gift to be worthy of another's love? You are love. You do not need anyone else's love. And if someone only loves you because of the gifts you give them, then that is just a reflection of that person's fears. So can you see that we are of love? We are love. And when we arrive here under the illusion that we are separate from love, we believe it. 
we arrive here under the illusion that we are separate from love and that we need to work in order to earn it. But if you remember who you are in that searching of this perspective, then you bring yourself back into alignment. You snap yourself back because you're able to flip in and out of alignment that quickly. And once you have that thought, that remembering that you're already in a new dimension than you were a millisecond ago, you have no idea how you all move in and out of dimensions as if it were nothing. And you have to in order to perceive physical reality as you do. And you're right to marvel at it. It really is the truly magnificent platform we have created. And the we includes you, of course. We are all source. You are source. We all created this universe as the one we all are. You still have a hard time with that concept, but if you can imagine, say, a newborn seal in the water for the first time, not realizing that it was water just seconds before being born, then suddenly reveling in the feeling of being in the water, forgetting that he was of the water. That is what it's like for you. You were of the universe, the sun, the stars, the mountains, the sky, the ocean, the planets, the galaxies, all the universe all the other universes. And then you were born and you forgot who you were. And suddenly you're experiencing these things as if they're real and on the outside of you. But none of it is on the outside. It's all within you. You are of it all. And the all is you. But currently you exist in your physical body, just taking it all in, experiencing it as you intended to, sometimes feeling the gratitude and appreciation and sometimes getting mired in the fear feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious, feeling depressed, feeling alone, feeling small. So listen, can you imagine what that looks like to us, that you are able to feel small when we know that you are more powerful than you could ever imagine? We cannot get over how you take on this reality that you really buy into it. And you must. If you didn't, there would be no point in any of it. And that doesn't make it any less awe-inspiring for us to witness. The more thrilling part for us is that you're waking up. You're all waking up. You're starting to see it in this time of enlightenment. You want to see it. You're reaching for the truth. You've come to us for the truth. You're in a conversation with us. And we are here. We have always been here waiting for you to say, oh, hi. Hi. Anything you need, we are here. And my next guest, thank God she is here. She is my, I mean, she channels for me on the daily, truly. So Shauna inspires me every single day and she is truly sometimes when I cannot see through the deep dark depths of fear she is the one that shines that little light I mean shows me remember remember who you are remember remember and I'm eternally grateful for her hello Shoshana Bean hi my friend that was hi. beautiful you're beautiful <laughs> should we let everyone know what's happening right now I am in my trailer on set so if you hear crazy sounds it's we're coming to you live from backstage of the big leap shoshana is in new york doing her and, and i only laugh because i could not look worse right now and you're like you're oh, beautiful and i you almost look, choked on my walk isn't that God funny bless you, you and, and what we see of ourselves is never what someone else sees of us all i see is just gorgeousness i see sexy mm. wet hair and beautiful my love and my love if you her her full beat her hair is laid the lighting is has her glowing like a caramel goddess uh so the the, the contrast is stark between I disagree. The two. I disagree. <laughs> so listen uh, this is funny we've had a funny day today going in already um 
you had an yeah. interesting experience just before we, we hopped on, which was you were sort of feeling one way and then got yourself feeling another way. Yeah. I was listening to your opening monologue and I was like, it's interesting because, you know, we do a lot of talking about momentum and which direction you're heading in. And I love comparing it to the the well, Esther compares it to hotter, hotter, colder, colder. That game we used to play. Oh, like, yeah, you're getting warmer, you're getting, you're getting colder, you're getting colder in, in regards to your feelings and how you're feeling in any given moment, informing you of how far away from center and alignment you are, or you know, how close you are, um, how high you are flying, right? So uh you and I both we feel icky pretty quickly not that far from center. Like the sensitivity level at this point is just like, it doesn't take much misalignment to make us really feel. Because I feel like we spend way more time now in alignment and buzzing and high and happy and joyful than we probably ever have. So the slightest shift is like really profound for us. But I was thinking about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to you talk and I'm like, and we also snap back quicker than ever. We also, it takes yes. the slightest thing to snap back. We move and, fast. And that's what happened. Yeah. I messaged you this morning kind of with some negativity and yucky stuff. And you were like, okay. And uh, I don't know. I got home and I just, I don't know, get, knowing that I was going to get to talk to you already like shifted the vibration. And then I did a little vocalizing, um, which to me is always well, <laughs> it might've been a different story if I had vocalized and my voice was trash today. You and I might be having a different conversation, but because it was easy and it felt good. And I, I really do believe that singing for me is meditative and the vibrations are just sonic vibrations always shift things inside of me. And then I did something I don't often do, which is sing in the shower, which was big evidence that I must be vibing high. So, and I told you that you had given me an inspired idea that you had given me and, uh, and I made it work. So. I love that. Is that what you feel like? I just yes, singing in the shower. I mean, you can't, it's one thing when you're vocalizing because you have a gig and you're warming up your voice and you're singing because that's the time you have. But when you find yourself just singing in the shower because it's for the joy of it, or if someone's singing in the car for the joy of it, you know, you're in alignment. You, that, that activity does not occur to you or happen when you are not feeling good. And you know, what's interesting too, talking about snapping in and out quickly. That happens when you're in the car, let's say you don't feel good, you're really sad, or you're feeling really depressed, your heart hurts, and you put on a song that sort of matches that vibe, and you're just indulging in that song. That is a shift in your vibration. Hmm. That is how quickly you move in and out of these dimensions. It's not natural to stay in one place, and you're right. When you are in alignment, which is of course in agreement with your higher self, seeing that you are the creator, that it's all happening for you, or just feeling good and just enjoying the fun of life. That is alignment. So yes, the more and more you live there, then the second something happens to bump you back, man, we become more and more sensitive. It really rocks us. It really rocks us because like this, this, not only am I not in agreement with my higher self, I, I know that with my whole being and, and the call to be in agreement with your higher self is so strong. The momentum mm. behind the higher perspective is so strong. And that's why it hurts so much for us when we are 
buying into the fears and the crap because it's we're really really pushing against the huge currents that are telling us no like let go let let the current move you it's so strong i was thinking if you don't mind me jumping into this about bodies because i wanted to talk about talking about momentum so we talk about our bodies a lot and our bodies are made up of trillions of cells and their own life forms that are all seeking well-being and they all have inner beings that have inner beings that have momentum searching for well-being and every cell of your body has a choice a choice to say i am going to choose freedom and worthiness and love or i am going to choose fear every cell in our body is has the freedom to make that choice in every moment and yet constantly choosing love for us it's our our companion in this life and we are so mean to our bodies and we say the nastiest shit to our bodies. If I could just be prettier, slimmer, more fit, healthier, better hair, better nails, better eyebrows, my lips, my nose, my ears. I mean, literally the hair here and the hair there, the things I don't want, the things I do want and the cellulite. I mean, and yet no matter how much we badger our bodies, they still show up for us in such love. And I was telling Shoshana knows this, and I've mentioned it once or twice on the podcast that I have these bumps on my, on my jaw, which I never said was actually from when I got filler, which was during my, during my, um, while I was nursing my baby, cause I couldn't get Botox. And I wanted to do something to my face. And the one thing I said to her was I love my jawline and I just let her do whatever she wanted because I am a pleaser and I didn't want to interrupt. And I was also just trying to relinquish control. And she just did a little all over my face. And as she was doing my jawline, I was thinking, well, why are you doing my jawline? I love my jawline. And, and that's what happened was my body sensed the foreign substance and immediately encapsulated. And so now I have all of these encapsulations all along my jaw, which of course I can see. And Shoshana always says she cannot see, but I see them. And I was trying to like do the work to outrun the bumps by, I kept channeling about it. And my guides kept saying, we can't wait to see how this unfolds. It's going to be amazing. This is such a big part of your growth. And I was like, what's the limiting belief? Well, I need to be pretty to receive love. That's bullshit. Cause here's someone I'm looking at right now who loves me no matter what I look like and no matter what I'm doing, she could not give a shit. So all of these limiting beliefs, but it still wasn't going away because I was actually trying to get it to until we got to this understanding that our bodies have freedom of choice and that they choose for us. And I realized how much my body and all of our bodies love us unconditionally. And that my body loved me so much that when it sensed that foreign substance in my face, it was like, nope, I'm not going to let you hurt us. We're going to protect Jackie. We're here. We're going to do our job. And here I am being so cruel and so mean and saying all these awful things to my body. And I realized now, every time I see those bumps, I may never go away or they will. It doesn't matter. I see them and I thank them. Thank you for being here for me. And it's just what you said that actually reminded me about that whole thing is the momentum of love actually. And how we don't even know that we have trillions and trillions and trillions of life forms that we walk around with every day and the relationship that we are closest to in physical reality, supporting us. And I'm not even talking about our inner selves. I'm just talking about our actual cells, physical form. So that much momentum. It's, we cannot understand how loved and supported we are. Hmm. And so no. it, does, it doesn't feel good when we are 
not when we're going against that grain, you know? I wish I could find, I know I can. If you tell me what date you went to the doctor, I can find this Marco Polo that you sent me about what you knew it was, uh, we're talking about the bumps in the chin. Yeah. Um, what you knew it was for and what you knew you needed to do. That was, that was a sermon. It was like, it was so much of a sermon. I respond to pretty much every Marco Polo you send me. <laughs> it was so much of a sermon that I like put the phone down for the day. Like I was <laughs> done talking for the day because I was like, if she, like what you said was so powerful and clear not that you were like, and I'll do it right now. Like you knew that it was going to be an undertaking and a process yeah. for you because it was fast, but the way it was articulated. Yeah, I can tell you which day. Play it. This is hilarious. You should play it. Yes. This is the 27th. Oh, we talk so much in a day. What it is. Girl, let me tell you what I know for a fact. What I know is a hard truth. And I mean, this is coming from someone who says there's only one truth, which is we're limitless beings of love, right? This is the truth. These bumps on my chin are a test of my beliefs. If I can see the perfection in them and see that they're there for me for real and almost feel the gratitude for them to like help me have this exercise and feel that and know it and vibrate with that, they will fucking disappear. I had forgotten about them and one of them went down a little bit. I had sort of been forgetting about it. If I can make peace with how it is the same way that I made peace with my nipple when she said, That's you're right. going to have to have this heal on its own. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. I let it be fucked up forever. It does. It's not worth it to me. And then that shit healed, healed by itself. <laughs> if I can do that with this, they will go away. And if I beat the drum of the, I should never have let her put them on my chin. I was in resistance. I have these bumps and I only wanted to fix my jawline. And now my jawline is the thing that's fucking different and fucked up. Then they will stay. And as long as I beat that drum, they will stay. And if I beat that drum for five years, they will stay for five years. And if I beat that drum for 20 years, they will stay for 20 years. And if I put that fucking mallets down, <laughs> the drum to sit in the corner and collect dust <sighs> see what happens but not to put the mallets down in order for the bumps to go away that won't work right. if That's i put the mallets down, I the drum and i ignore it and i just leave it alone and i don't process it and i just i'm like it's fine it's fine it's whatever they may stay but if I go in deep, if I go in even deep and see what I was saying to you before, see that the things on my face don't matter, see that the light within me is all anyone sees, and that's all I will return to, and that none of this matters, it, like, it doesn't matter, then maybe they will go away, maybe they won't, that's the only shot they will, and if they don't go away, it won't matter anyway, because my focus will be so off of them, I won't see them anymore. Much like that, like, bump here. This bump will not go away. <laughs> That's okay. So I guess it was one of two situations. I either forget about it, don't see it, and it goes away in terms of a focus, or I don't see it doesn't bother me and they truly disappear. But it's really up to me. It's really up to me. And there I'm you go. This is job. awesome. Now, now now people know for real this is how we talk to each other, except with a couple more F bombs. Yeah. <laughs> it's so that's, I just I just remember being like because before that you weren't 
you weren't spinning per se, but you certainly weren't laser beam like that. And I think I said something like, let's just forget about them. You forgot about them for a week and they went down and you weren't paying attention. And you were like, no, here's what I need to do. And it can't be like, you know, anyway. It, it, and we, we talked about that this morning too, where they're just the beginning of Esther's podcast today, where it was like, oh, the reason why things don't necessarily sustain, and then you articulated it even more beautifully in a Marco Polo, the reason why things don't sustain, even if you're grateful for them and enjoying them and happy for them is to show you the evidence of the fact that that's, that's, that's the sustenance of the circumstance right. is the reason that you are happy, is the cause for your happiness, as opposed to regardless of the situation, the circumstance, the, the external um, conditions, experiences. Yeah. Thank you. I am still in that gratitude and that happiness. And I am really conditional. I'm noticing how very conditional oh, that's I am. interesting. Less so Less so every day, of course, like more awareness every day, but also like massive steps. Cause you and I will like have a touch base about something and it'll be like, yeah, that thing just fell away. Or that thing is just not even a thought anymore. Or like, look at where, like certain relationships you and I talk about consistently. Like, I think this is a really good piece for you to dive more into, because I think that we all do that. And, and you noticing that we all, okay. So we talk about getting into alignment, getting into alignment where you're not feeling good, feel good. But have you noticed when you feel good, what the cause is now, if you're feeling good and flying high, do we say it matters what the cause is, but maybe in a way it's good to sort of check in with yourself and hold yourself accountable that if it is condition, then that means you're setting yourself up for if the condition changes, mm. you're not yeah. going to feel good. So you're so, so it is sort of a menu. So this is a really interesting thing. So when you are feeling good, is it because the conditions are good? Is it because you got that job, which of course you manifested? But can you find the, the peace and the gratitude and appreciation if you don't get that job? Yeah. And make, cause that yeah. is where we're, that, that, that's such a big, I sort of love that realization. It sounds simple, but it's not. Cause now you've taken it to a level, another level of going, okay, I feel good because I was in a good voice today. That changed my yeah. whole vibration and it did. Mm -hmm. But then the curveball that you're, inner self might throw you is okay, great. She's flying high. Let me throw a curveball. I'm going to give her a real croaky voice tomorrow morning. Let's see. Okay. Let's see where she goes with that. Let's see how, if she can use right. that. Such a massive realization. So specific today, right? Like really heard it in a way, like understood it in a way. Cause I said to you yesterday, you know, like why are these great things that happen fleeting when I am so grateful and I'm so present oh, and I'm so yes. Minus the fear of like, are they going to go away? So what am I doing wrong? What is, what is off in my vibration that like, I'm so grateful and I'm enjoying it and I'm present and I'm happy and then they go away. So the, the question was answered on the podcast this morning. And then again, you expanded upon it, which I think the answer is like a diligence. It's like everything else, a diligence of being aware of your thoughts. And, and you're right. The wobble, the reason, like the reason why things get taken away temporarily is like you said, to reveal the wobble. It's in to reveal the, it. Yeah. And the authenticity in the gratitude and happiness that it has been conditional. And oh, so authenticity and the gratitude. Oh, I have the chills. Right. Because it's just the conditional, the conditional, nature conditional. Of the, the, the transactional transactional. Yes. Oh, you give me this. I'll be happy. You give me this. I'll be yes. happy. You give me the money. I'll be happy. It is back to that transactional aspect of things. And what's, oh man, yeah, 
here's the thing. So when you're enjoying something and you say, I love this, I don't want to lose it. I love it so much. Then you're also giving the focus to the, I don't want to lose it. And if you have something you want, there's still focus on, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose what I want. I don't want to, I don't want to have what I don't want. And that is how we're always creating. We're always, there's always a double-edged sword and it's always going to create both. It's always, we're always going to create both. But that is the contrast. We can't just create the one thing. Right. We'd be in the non-physical. We'd be in non-physical. So I think that is part of the, another part of the perfection of the system that you're pointing out, which is in the appreciation of the condition and what is, you're also saying, I love what is, and I don't want it. The other thing. And so they both come and they test you. And then you keep evolving and growing and finding the gratitude, even when you don't have the thing you want. Yeah. I, God, that's, that feels like really big to me. That feels like another level to me. Am I crazy? No, I'm, I'm totally with you. It, it's hit me in a way today that like, because I think that, I think that the thing for me always is, well, if it's going this way, then I must be doing something wrong. I must not be doing this right. If it keeps, if this is the pattern that I consistently find myself in, but I think today, and even just re-listening to that Marco Polo and, you know, uh, I just think it's, it's, it's hit us in a different way today that like, that it really is about unconditional gratitude, happiness, unconditional acceptance of what is, because of course, you know, and I don't need to say this, but of course there is no wrong, right? So you're never doing anything wrong. This, this, you're not the same person in this journey than you were. You are growing. It's just getting more apparent and more intense. The feelings are more intense. Definitely gets more intense. It's more acute. I mean, the, re- the, yes. awareness of the feelings and the awareness of the feelings. And, and you, I mean, again, it's just our friendship is like, this is the accountability. This is the conversation. So, you know, I can't, I can't fall out of the conversation. It's just like, we're talking. It's nice. About- I will say it's nice having an accountability friendship, you know, and it is hard. <laughs> it is hard sometimes when you, I mean, look, I, I had trouble. My husband, and I got into a big fight and, you know, it was really hard to navigate that argument with the work. Cause what was happening was we would have some tension. Then I would go away and I would meditate or I would get in my car and listen to Gary. I would listen to Esther. I would talk to you. And I would say, I have two choices. I can either make Jason wrong or I can realize that of course he's not wrong. I'm not wrong. No one's wrong and choose the perspective. And then I would get back in alignment and then come back home completely good. But he was like, yo, are we not going to So you're just ignore. Okay. We're just ignoring everything that happens. And, and so it kind of created this, he felt like unresolved about a lot of things, but I, of course, am now like, I don't want to beat the drum of what happened. I've moved on. He's like, great. Good for you. For you. <laughs> yes. And he was like, he, cause he's, so he, the reason I got to this is because I was thinking of people listening that you may not have people in your life that are also part of this conversation. And that may feel lonely because it's not what the rest of the world is doing. And it is even happening again in my marriage. So what ended up happening was what always happens, which is I realized that he had fears and was feeling alone and abandoned. And so all I needed to do was just connect. And I was thinking about that too, as we were talking, like I had the I honestly had the shittiest morning. <laughs> I had different word prep for today for, for the next time I did a podcast, but I was like, I have to talk about this morning. 
but really the ultimate love ushy gushy good feeling comes just from connecting i'm connecting with you and i just feel like i'm it, i'm getting more and more aligned fine feeling better and better and better my vibration is going higher and higher and higher so like it's funny that we look to the conditions but really it's the connection with people that brings us back in the real authentic way <laughs> yeah in a way that you know is not tricking the system meaning it's not conditional it's just connection right it's so funny because you were talking about the Jason thing that happened the other day. And, and I, I just, I'm just so grateful that the closest people to me are in this conversation yeah. because thinking about any little conflicts you and I have had, or the little conflict that my best friend and I had the other day, but with this language and with this knowledge, those things not only come and go so quickly, but the communication around them is so like you say it to me every time you're like, I wouldn't worry Shoshana because this always will create a deeper connection because you are able to, and they are able to speak so authentically, removing the fear or acknowledging it and being able to acknowledge like what's really going on. Like, I feel like a lot of arguments or conflicts conflate because people are talking around what the core issue is and praise God for Jason, who's able, was able to articulate just like, I'm feeling disconnected. You know, most people will be like, well, it's because you did this and that. And I said this and you like, it just becomes about so much yes it's fear it's fear that's that's activated and then the fear is activated in one person and it activates in the other he and i got into huge arguments because even though i'm doing this work the solution is at a different vibration than the problem and so we would Um, we would both be in this fear place searching for an answer and i had to keep reminding us but gently because if i said i started to say to him the solution is going to be in a different vibration than the problem and he i swear to god he would have divorced me like he was like please stop <laughs> using this language so it was just trying to find a way which is tricky because not everybody wants to hear this type of language so right I, and i get that i i do get that so i just said listen and and the truth is what you're saying that I said, thank you so much, was that (laughs) it will lead to a deeper connection. So can you, which is what I reminded myself after telling you, can you in the argument, remind yourself, the other side of this has potential to be deeper connection. Everyone who's listening has that experience of getting into an argument with someone and having all those icky, icky, icky feelings. You can't sleep or you're monologuing your head about it. You're so stressed out. Then the conversation happens where you guys both say, I know, I'm sorry. I was just feeling like this. The other person says, I know me too. I'm so sorry. I was just feeling like this. And all of a sudden you're high. You feel literally high that you've made up and you feel so good because that's where it's leading. If you want, if you wanted to, obviously, if you want to stay in the anger and the revengefulness or whatever someone's dealing with, you can, you have that option. But if you remember, oh yeah, we're going to make up and it's actually going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be so much better. But the truth is, if you don't deal with the core of it and you don't excavate the root of what's happening, then you'll just have that, you'll be on the Ferris wheel or the merry-go-round going around and around and around again, having the same argument with different words. We are embracing the perfection (laughs) in what happened with the internet. But the only thing I was really moved to say about you know, we were talking about conflict and how, how quickly it gets resolved now with this language and how much more it deepens the connection with with the person you may be in conflict with. I just think that what how I've found myself coaching other friends and talking them through their own conflict is like we are all so practiced in the art of withholding 
our most tender parts. We're also practiced in the art of hiding and not revealing the the painful truth of the situation, the, the really tender fears, the vulnerability. Like, f- for whatever reason, uh, we have history with vulnerability uh, hurting us, you know, us getting hurt when we were exposed or vulnerable. Um, but I, in the past year and a half, since really practicing consistent vulnerability and being authentic in my communication with people, um, you know, however sloppy and inarticulate it may be, however messy I may feel like the communication is, it has never, 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 led me astray. It's never done anything but create connection, draw me closer to the other individual, uh, draw me closer to myself, to source. I mean, it's just, I just keep telling my friends, like I would just lean into the truth. I would just tell the truth. I would just be authentic. I would just allow yourself to be out there afraid and vulnerable because it has never led me astray. Even with the scariest of people who I'm like, if I say this, I am giving them, you know, the old languages. I'm giving them power over me. If I share my heart out there, tender and vulnerable, I am giving them control over me. And it has never gone that way. It has only been met with their authenticity and their vulnerability and their love and their acceptance. It has never led me astray once. So I just felt like it was really important to share that because it is scary out there on the edge. It is scary out there where you feel naked and exposed and with no defenses and no, um, nothing to hold on to. But, but it is that truth and that authenticity and that vulnerability that is the thing. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that matters. But I think the work is actually knowing, hearing, and acknowledging what really is the vulnerable, authentic truth as opposed to the stories and the fears and the and, and what, what fear would disguise itself as meaning, well, you did this and you said this, where it's really like, I just felt unseen and I just feel unworthy. And so, you know, anyway, I've said enough. I love you, Jax. I love you too. And it's true because when you're vulnerable, you are standing up for your truth. And I don't mean the truth as in your beliefs. I mean, you're standing in love and that is your ultimate truth. Being vulnerable is the ultimate way of showing up in love because you're not trying to get something from someone. You're not trying to make something happen. You're not trying to make someone feel something. You're just exposing your heart. So you'll find that is quite disarming for people most of the time because then they are reflections of you and your vibration and what you're offering up in that moment. And then they feel safe to be vulnerable with you and to show up in love with you. Showing up in love will inspire others to do the same as they show up as reflections of you. So I think it's a wonderful way to bring this all back around because I think that's what we're all trying to do, right? In our relationships to others, we want to be vulnerable. In our relationship to ourselves, we want to be vulnerable and to admit our fears because the only way to evolve and expand and grow is to unlock your fears, to understand them and admit them process them, process the fears and prove that they're false. Of course they're false. You're a limitless being of love. You've just adopted fears along the way. They're not weaknesses. Our fears are our guidance system. They're our strength, despite what we've been conditioned to believe. And they're here to aid us on our journey. Without the fear, we wouldn't be here. 
Okay. We would be in the non-physical where we can't feel fear or any negative emotions. Those fears that we have, they evoke a negative emotions in us. And they're the most important guidance system that we have. The most accessible non-physical sense that we have are our emotions because right now, People are trying to fine tune the inspiration and the empathy and the direct communication and the intuition, but the emotions are something that we have been living with since the day we were born. So we're very used to them, just like we're used to our five physical senses. So let yourself feel it's a feeling reality. You're always feeling something always. And if you're feeling numb, then you're masking and you're not going to be able to expand in love. You're going to continue to expand in fear, which is still beneficial and adds to all that is. But as Joshua likes to say, we've been doing that long enough. And now that we're all waking up, maybe let's hold ourselves accountable to expanding in love. Let yourself be vulnerable. See what happens. Be sensitive. Say the thing that is real. Say the thing that is true. Don't try to be right. Don't try to win. You don't need to win. There is no winning. So someone else will acquiesce and apologize. You want to get your apology. That person owes me an apology. No, you, you have a belief about yourself that was activated by something someone said or did. So just be honest, be authentic, appreciate this life you've been given. Be grateful for every morning you get to open your eyes and bring it all into existence because that's what you do each and every morning. You bring it all into your reality, the sky, the sun, your home, your family, your friends, your pet, all the things and so on. You live each day like it's a gift because we promise you it is, it is. And I just want to thank Shoshana Bean for being here. And thank you listeners for dealing with all the ins and outs of the crazy technical difficulties. We can't hear her, but she can hear us. As I come to you live from this trailer, but you know what? It just didn't feel right to be away from you for so long. If something was definitely missing in my heart for sure. So we move mountains to get here and that's what it's all about. And I'm so glad we did. We just feel so great. And I can see her and she's so happy. And that is all as always, this is Jackie Seiden sending love.